First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you build a following. It takes a long fucking time, and I've been working on it for a while. Hello, podcasters. Welcome back, or welcome to I Don't Care the Podcast. I'm your girl, Alexia Stefano. And today we are going to get into the Super Bowl. I am no football fan, and that will become abundantly clear as this episode goes on. But I thought it would be fun to talk about it anyway, because it was actually a big moment in culture, just like pop culture in general, not just sports. And because of that... I'm going to chit-chat about it, but I'm also going to attempt to do my best and talk about the sports part as well. All right, but before we do that, we've got an advice segment here called Listen Bitch. So we are going to do our Listen Bitch advice segment and then get into the sports of it all. This is going to be a Super Bowl-centric episode. Everything Super Bowl. Listen Bitch. If it's a showerless if it's a showerless stay in bed all day type of day, that's okay. This is really important because how many times do we just feel like having a nothing kind of day? I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to move. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. I just want to stay in bed or go on the couch, watch TV, eat junk food and call it a day. I don't want to work. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Hey, we have them all the time. I can't think of how many times I don't want to record the podcast. Today being one. What day is it? Tuesday. When does this come out? Tomorrow. Wednesday. This happens all the time. Hey, Luna. Stop. The important thing, though, about recognizing in a late a a lazy showerless whatever you want to call it kind of day is that first of all it's not a detriment to your mental health it's not something that's because of your mental health it is something that you just feel like having and that these lazy days aren't every day they are sporadic once in a while maybe once a week kind of days because if they become every day and your mental health is affected then that's not okay you should you should be worried a little bit and you should want to seek some sort of help whether it be from a professional a friend a family member or find some motivation for yourself but if it is just a once in a while kind of thing or even a weekly thing yeah fucking happens all the time now you can mentally be like i don't want to do anything today today should be a lazy day but you know it can't be a lazy day so you push through that's literally me every day literally me every day if i could have a lazy day every day i would who wouldn't but we are human beings with lives that need to like work and we got to do things. We got to grind. So we cannot be lazy all the time, unfortunately. Well, actually, we can be lazy every day between certain hours of the day. 
I mean, we have hours blocked out of the day where we have to work or we have activities that we have to do or the gym, whatever. We block so much of our days out. Who's to say we can't block out from from after dinner to bedtime to be lazy? I do every day. After dinner, until bed, lazy. Watch TV, cuddle with my mom, do nothing, lazy. And that is absolutely okay. And honestly, it's well-deserved because we go through long days where we're working and we're putting in so much time and effort and then we are tired by the time it's dinner time but we have to eat and so your reward for making it through the day is getting to be lazy until bed and then you get to go to sleep and for me I like to journal during that period of time and then I get to go to bed again and there's nothing better than that truly so Don't deprive yourself from laziness. Don't, I don't even like to sometimes say the word lazy because it's not being lazy. You've done everything you need to do. You're not procrastinating anymore. Maybe you are, who cares? But you deserve to relax. You deserve to unwind. And there's no better time to do it than before bed. Because the last thing you want to do is do something that is so energizing and so body movement brain usage all of that using everything in your body before bed because then you're just not going to sleep well but taking time to relax and settle before bed might help with your rest it might just give it a try don't be destructing Don't destruct yourself with laziness every single day in a bad way. Implement it into your daily schedule and have it be before bed. Or maybe you have some time in between shifts or whatever. But fuck it. Be lazy. Okay. We are going to, now I've made some notes of what we're going to talk about. And again, it's all Super Bowl related. So let's talk about, let's talk about the halftime show first, okay? Usher. Usher's big performance. So he, he, comes on stage ba-bam you know in like all white with a cape on he does a few steps the cape falls off and immediately he did three steps and he is just drenched in sweat sweat um and then from that point on i kind of forget everything else that happened but before i really nitpick everything i'm gonna give you my thoughts and my feelings. So let's take it back to Rihanna. I was very disappointed in Rihanna's Super Bowl performance. Now, not specifically her performance, but how little the production value felt. I 
find the best Super Bowl performance, my personal favorite one is Katy Perry's. Now, yes, I am literally a big fucking Katy Perry fan. Top three artist of all time, in my opinion. I know. But it was amazing. Her production value was top tier. She's going to sing Roar. And what's she going to do? She's going to have a ginormous robotic lion. And she's going to sing on top of the lion. And what is the lion going to do? Yeah, it's going to go roar and lift up. (coughs) It's going to lift up. Because why not? Not only that, we are then going to sing California Girls and other songs and have a dance party at the beach. And not only that, I'm going to finish everything with fi- uh, with firework and I am going to be dance. I am just going to be flown across the arena. Katy Perry brought production value. Rihanna did not. Usher did not. I, it was safe to say that For me personally, Rihanna's was my least favorite Super Bowl performance. No, Usher topped it. Usher, Usher took the title. If there were, if there's any title to be given this Super Bowl, it is hands down the worst performances. So, Usher's performance was chaotic in not a good way. Yes, we're in Vegas. Yes, Vegas is circus-like. However, it looked like he maybe rehearsed for a few hours. And they were like, yep, this is good. Let's do that. Who who was going to tell Usher that dance a little less because you look cringy as fuck. You look dumb as fuck. Sing a little more. Not only are you going to sing a little bit more, but you need to do all of your most popular songs. The worst thing about watching a performer is when they sing so many songs that no one knows. Because what's the point? You need to sing your most popular songs in in a performance this size. Now, your residency and tour, you can sing whatever you want. But for something like this, where you have 10 to 12 minutes and you need to put on a production of your life, you should stick to your greatest hits. Now, we can argue he was so sweaty and he had so many slow songs. What would he have been like if he did do all his hits? And that's when I say again, he could have danced less his dancing yes he's a good dancer but he just kind of like did the same moves over and over again and it was just cringy it was just cringy like you don't gotta shake it so many times we can see that you know how to shake it i i love a good choreographed dance So he could have done that. He could have sang his most popular songs and had choreographed dances. You could tell that he was freestyling his dancing because it was just so crazy. 
It was so sporadic. It was so just not good. It was bad. If he had choreographed specific times to dance, that would have helped with the sweating because that was just terrible. I mean, when you are sweating so bad that you cannot keep your eyes open like you're struggling, you got to reassess something. Not to mention, he had a quick change. Did none of his workers have a towel for him to wipe his face? And when the, the camera was on the artist that he brought on, did he not think, give me a towel? I'm off camera. Give me a towel quick. Even when he took his damn shirt off, he could have used it to wipe his face. He, he should have, honestly, because no one was looking at his body. Everyone was looking at his sweaty face. And I have to say, Beyonce, Lady Gaga, uh, Shakira, Jennifer Lopez, Katy Perry, all these women that did the Super Bowl, never sweat like he did. I think they could have all combined their sweat together and that would have been Usher. Like he was just ridiculously sweating. And that comes from, now, I would assume, this comes from that improvised dancing. Just imagine what it would have been like if he had choreographed the dancing. Like really, also, it feels like he told all the backup backup dancers to also improvise. He's like, hey, guys, like, you know, this is going to be chill. Like, it's going to be really cool because we're actually all going to just improvise our dancing. No one is going to be choreographed. So the choreographer can go. We don't have the budget for you. We don't need you because everyone is going to do their own thing. If you want to choreograph your own thing at home, go ahead. But no pressure, no pressure, because I'm going to be on stage and I'm just going to do whatever I want. And that's exactly what it looked like. It looked like not one person was told what to do. They were just set, told like, hey, like hang around this area of the stage. If the camera goes past you, like feel free to run in frame and then run out of frame. Do a couple moves if you want to do a few moves. Um, Usher is just going to like do his thing. So make sure no one ever blocks Usher. But otherwise, we don't care what you do. That's what it. That's what it looked like. Now, Alicia Keys. <sighs> I love Alicia Keys. No one, no one can get in the way of what I'm feeling. This girl is on fire. Like, she's got great hits. She's got 14 Grammy wins. Like, Alicia Keys is fantastic. One thing I love about Alicia Keys is that she doesn't like to wear a lot of makeup or any makeup at all. Now, not that that's like a big deal, but it just feels good to know that someone in the world, a woman, can show other women that you can be in the spotlight and wear no makeup. Because you are naturally beautiful. Or you can dress up if you want. It doesn't matter. It's just good to have representation of everything really as a, as a woman. Because 
so many of the times people tell you who to be, what to act, what to wear, blah, blah, blah. And Alicia Keys in such fame, in such spotlight, is like, nah, I'm not going to wear makeup. And I'm going to look hot while doing it. However, there is nothing worse than opening your mouth and having a big voice crack. Some just nothing worse, especially, especially when you haven't performed live in such a huge way in so long, because like that is your stage. That is your big performance. This is your comeback. And the first fucking note, your voice crack. It's sad. Now, I've heard for years and years and years and years, people say that Alicia Keys isn't the best live artist. Like, she's not be- the best vocally live. And that can be true. She still has a fantastic voice. I have heard, you know, some stumbles and mess ups when she sings live. But that, that's probably got to be the worst one. And it was on the fucking Super Bowl stage. Oh, I feel bad for Alicia Keys. But you know what she did? She did not. She did not let that mess her up. She did not let her voice crack take her down. She said, yeah, I voice cracked and the rest of it is flawless. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to get rid of my voice crack on the YouTube version. And that is exactly what they did. She said, everyone who watched live could hear it, but I will not go down for that. And you know what she's doing? She's going down for it. Because people like me and many other people are critiques, critics. We're critics and we're going to critique. And that is me. I am a critic going to critique. In fact, I'm going to critique everything about the Super Bowl from head to toe and am I qualified (laughs) that's debatable but does it matter absolutely not so I love the moment that Alicia Keys came out I actually wish that it lasted longer I I felt that her time on the stage was too short that was my favorite part about the whole performance But I didn't like how touchy, grindy, feely Usher was with Alicia. Now, I know that when singers and performers are on stage, just like actors doing a sex scene, it's not real. It's not real life. It's performative. So I I am able to differentiate and know that Usher was performing. Alicia Keys, they were performing. That doesn't make it weird, though. Like, that doesn't make it any less weird. It was still weird that he was so grindy on her. Now, let's admit, guys, Alicia Keys, ooh, she looked good. That red, skin-tight jumpsuit thing looked great on her. She looked great. Her hips were hipping. If I were Usher... I would do the same damn thing. But their Usher also got married that night. He eloped or some shit with his wife. So it's just a little funny that 
he's grinding all up on Alicia Keys. And not more than five hours later, he's getting married. I just thought that that was funny. Um, and of course, Alicia Keys is performing as well. She's smiling. She's happy. But girls know girls. And I think she was weirded out a little bit by it. Um, because he was just doing it a lot. It was really grindy on her. And it wasn't like that kind of moment. It wasn't that kind of song. So that made me uncomfortable. Speaking of uncomfortable, there is no way Usher came out in fucking roller skates. Roller skates. Oh my God. Roller skates. I mean, he made history with that because I don't think anyone else has roller skated skated in the halftime show but did he fall yeah he did now when you're (laughs) this is so fucking funny if you are going to skate through will i am's legs make sure you're gonna stick the damn landing usher not every day do people get to go through will i am's legs it's not every day And so when you have that opportunity, I just feel like you need to nail it. And Usher fell. He fell. But he got back up. And he continued on. And for that, good for him. (laughs) No, this is funny. Like, this is really funny. This Super Bowl performance was chaotic. This Super Bowl performance was... It felt very unprepared. It felt just very bad and I was disappointed that they picked Usher to begin with I'm sure they have a long list of people that they want to get through maybe Usher wasn't their top pick they had asked other people those other people said no and Usher was the first person to say yes I'm sure that's what had happened but fuck they had to have known this wasn't going to be good right i mean i'm just disappointed there are better options of people who would have said yes that they could have picked first now i am going to say later on a lineup of performances that i want to see next year at the super bowl my dream lineup now i'm gonna make it like that i actually think would be good for everyone Because my personal would be Ariana does it all. But I'm not going to do that. So as a whole, I think the whole world can say that that was the worst Super Bowl performance. Now, of course, there are people that think it was good and that he nailed it. And good for those people because they're nicer than I am. But the rest of us, yeah, no, it was bad. It was very bad. But let's see, maybe it will make people want to go to Usher's new tour. I'm sure it, it helped. Um, okay, so Reba McIntyre sang the national anthem. I think next year in my personal Super Bowl lineup, Dolly Parton would sing the national anthem. She is America. If I had to think of an artist who is so just American, so picture perfect 
I am America. It's Dolly Parton. And I I feel like she would be a really good person to sing the national anthem. I th- Post Malone sang a song. I don't know what song he sang, but whoever, but whatever song that is, I think Miley Cyrus could sing it. I think, who else? I think, oh, Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson for sure. Let's do Kelly. So Kelly's going to sing whatever song Post Malone sang. And Dolly is going to sing the national anthem. I think other people sang other songs, but I don't really care. The Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, my God. This is big. Okay, let's let's work through some options here. It could go to my Queen Ariana, but I'm not going to say that because that's just too obvious for me. I would love, now I know Coldplay brought Beyonce on, but I feel like Beyonce should have her own show, her own halftime performance. That would that would be fantastic. Um, and she would bring Jay-Z on. Everyone would love that. She would bring her daughter Blue, Blue Ivy Carter back on. We would all love that. She would bring whoever the fuck she wants to bring because she's Beyonce. We could do. Now, this is going to be women centric because Usher's Usher was a guy. So the next one, I'm going to say female. Beyonce, Ariana. Now, it could be actually like a trio. Ariana. Would be good. Ariana, Doja Cat. And like a Lizzo situation could be interesting. That could be fun. Hmm. Who else? I feel like there's someone huge that would just make sense. Like I would like Olivia Rodrigo, but she's not at the point where she could do that yet. Um, but that would be fun to see. She would be someone's guest. Okay, hear me out with this next one. ABBA. If ABBA... Oh, my God. No, ABBA would be amazing if they came back and did the Super Bowl performance. That would blow me away. Pitbull would be interesting because he knows a lot of people and he features a lot of people on his music. So maybe he would bring Christina Aguilera on. He would he could bring Kesha, Jennifer Lopez if she would come back. Um, yeah, he's got a lot of features. That would be cool. Uh, Adele, not for the Super Bowl halftime performance, but at the beginning, if there are any other open spots for songs, Adele should sing. Can we just imagine Kelly Clarkson and Adele both singing the national anthem? That would be amazing. Uh, Britney Spears, if she were to come back and do something, the Super Bowl. And that would that would blow everyone away. Maybe. Oh, okay, actually, if there were ever a time for Britney Spears to have a complete career revival, Super Bowl halftime show would be it. Would be the reason for her to have it. I don't know if Jay-Z has had a halftime performance, but if he hasn't, I feel like they're missing 
out on him as well. And then it would be vice versa. He would bring Beyonce on too. So I feel like I feel like the Carters should have the Super Bowl performance. Not so much Beyonce, not so much Jay-Z. The Carters, them as a family should take that would that would be amazing. I think the NFL needs to choose me to choose. Choose me to choose. Kelly Clarkson as a whole, could she do it? She could, but I don't think everyone would be into that. Zendaya, if she had more music, I think everyone would love Zendaya to do it. Okay, who else do we got? Taylor Swift feels... I wouldn't like that personally, but I feel like the world would. And that makes sense. That's an obvious choice. Would she do it? I think she would 100% do it if her and Travis are still together and he's playing the next Super Bowl. I feel like she would. I hope they wouldn't do that. The thing is, is this year she was already going to be there. So there was no reason for her to be picked. I think they missed the mark on that. This would have been an amazing time for Taylor to perform instead of Usher. But even though she didn't, she still brought in her fan base because her presence was there. You know who else was there? My queen Ariana Grande was there. And I'm just sick and tired of everyone talking about Taylor Swift. When Ariana, the queen, the goddess of the day, she was the moment. Because the Wicked trailer came out. She was the fucking moment. The Wicked trailer came out, guys. And it is amazing. Oh my god. <gasps> You're green. I am. Oh my God, you guys. I love Ariana. And she is fantastic in every single way. And actually, as I'm on the topic of Ariana, I just want to say, I am done. I am as over it as Ariana is. If you have a problem with the way she looks, if you have a problem with how her body is, then get out and reassess your life. If you are so concerned and consumed in looking at pictures of her or anyone, quite frankly, and dissecting their changes, people change. People change. People's weights fluctuate. People's looks change. It's not your prerogative to know what other people do with their bodies, with themselves. It is not even your I don't give a fuck if you say that, but they don't look healthy and I'm concerned for their health. No, you don't. No, you don't care about their health. You don't care about their health. Don't, don't ever come up to me and say, are you concerned about Ariana's health? She doesn't look good. Because, because I, I will start to change my feelings about you. Truly. It is not your business. We have to assume that Ariana as an almost 31 year old woman is able to make decisions for herself crazy I know what guys she's 31 almost in June relax I am just sick and tired because it's people people say this when someone is too skinny in their eyes people say this when someone is too large in their eyes that they are not healthy. They don't look healthy. I'm concerned. You're not concerned. You're not concerned. I'm sorry. 
but you don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck because if you did, you would take what Ariana said. When I looked the healthiest is when I was the least healthy. And you would then be rational and go, oh, she's got it covered. She knows what she's talking about. It's her body. It's just baffling that people think they have such authority to speak on other people's looks. Male, female, transgender, non-binary. I don't give a fuck. We as the human species should leave other people alone. And when it comes to something like weight, we have no right to talk about other people. It is something that everyone struggles with, everyone thinks about, and becomes self-conscious on. So who are we to then project that onto other people? It is disgusting. You worry about yourself and leave other people alone. Famous, not famous, truly doesn't matter. I mean, people gossip all the time, whether it be for a celebrity or not a celebrity, people you know personally. And we just need to be better as humans. If you are so concerned about someone's health, then say, hey, how are you? Have that conversation with someone. Don't talk behind their back. Don't make fun of them behind their back. It is disgusting and it is just infuriating. Truly disgusting. I don't like you if you're that kind of person. You're gross. You're gross. You're the one with the problem. So, my bad. It's never a podcast with me if I don't get heated about something. (sighs) It's a, it's a fair point, and she wrote many songs about it. Yes, and we're going to move on. We're going to move on, okay? The next thing, so I gave a few options of who I thought would be good for the halftime show. Overall, Usher's performance stank, as much as I'm sure he literally stunk. The next thing we are going to talk about regarding the Super Bowl is Travis pushing his coach. Oh, my God. Now, I can only assume that in the heat of the moment, anger was just rushing over him and he couldn't think straight. And so he aggressively grabbed his coach and like started screaming in his face. That's not okay. That's not okay. Did he have to get moved away by by one of his colleagues? Yeah, he did. And as a professional athlete, you should not act that way. That is weird. That is gross. This is an old man who's also your superior. He is your coach. But at the core of it, he is an older man. And you are in your prime. You're a fucking football player and he's the coach. You you respect him. I ha- I think I think that in f- sports you don't question your coach because you just know that they have more knowledge than you in the play. Now again, I'm no sports person at all, but I can just assume that you respect your coach more than you respect anyone else on the team because that is your leader that is no way to treat a person 
but especially your leader. And I mean, again, it's the heat of the moment. He probably didn't mean to be as aggressive as he was, but he still was that aggressive. And unlucky for for Travis, it was caught on camera and it was it was live for everyone to see. I wonder if everyone kind of had that same reaction of, oh, that was that was aggressive. That wasn't cool. Or if everyone was kind of like, yeah, deserved. But it wasn't deserved because he's an old man and he shouldn't have to be nervous about one of his angry teammates or players becoming aggressive towards him. I hope that Travis apologized afterwards privately. It doesn't have to be a public thing. If it is, fine. If it's not, it doesn't matter. Just like when Taylor Swift ignored Celine Dion on the stage, it doesn't need a public apology, but I would hope that they have the decency as good human beings to apologize for those kinds of stumbles because every human makes a mistake and especially in the heat of excitement or anger our personal awareness becomes a little fuzzy i get it it happens but both things are caught on camera and i hope they watch it back and they're a little embarrassed about that and that they do apologize to everyone who needs to be apologized to now if Again, I am the least knowledgeable person about any sport on the planet. You will know that when I get into my thoughts on football as a sport. But I think what was happening when Travis got angry was that someone was meant to like grab a ball, pick up a ball, like like catch the ball, and they didn't catch the ball. And I think in Travis's head was like, if I was playing, then I would have caught the ball. I would have made, I wouldn't have made the mistake. Fuck you, coach, for not putting me in that play. Like, if I had to guess from what I've heard, that's what happened. But I don't know. And who are the, first of all, who are you, Travis? Who are you? To think that you could have been the one to save all of that. Last I checked, Mahomes is the best on your team. Okay. I said the word team. <laughs> Let's get into my thoughts on, on football now. As a, a sport. Because I don't understand it. Why is it that the time moves so slow? I swear. I watched about 15 minutes of this game while I was waiting for the halftime show to start. There were two minutes on the clock. These two minutes lasted the entire 15 minutes. So I just don't get it. I heard that they play about 11 minutes. They, they play the sport of football for about 11 minutes in a three-hour game. So why not play for 11 minutes straight and just call it a day? Like, I don't understand... What do you mean we're here for three hours and you're only going to play 11 minutes? What? Why are the plays like 10 seconds at a time? Why is it that there is two minutes on the clock and yet you're only playing for 10 seconds of the time? Why are you so sweaty? Why are you so out of breath? 
why are you acting like you worked out forever? I now believe that football players are just out of shape because you're telling me you're huffing and puffing and sweating from 10 seconds of playing? I could do that. I believe I could play football with the, the knowledge that I now have of it. I don't know anything about the rules. I don't know anything about the rules. I don't know anything about the game. But if you're only going to play 11 minutes spread out between three hours, yeah, yeah, I can do that. The best way to describe football is American Oh, that is such an American sport, I said when I found out all this information. Yeah, of course they would just play for 11 minutes. Of course they would have a huge team when really it seems like only three players do the work. Let's talk about that. So, we have the person who throws the ball. We have someone who catches the ball. And I think the person who catches the ball is also the one who does the touchdown. And then we have someone called like a linebacker or a pitcher or some shit. Like there's only, there's only it seems like three people who do the work. The rest of them are there to just block other people. So hear me out. What if the ones who blocked other people weren't there? We play an 11-minute game because that's all you're playing anyway. You just do it straight. And it's 3v3. The people doing the work do the work in 11 minutes. We don't need three hours. We don't need a huge-ass team. And, and I don't need to just watch people block people all day. Like, your one job is to be like, I'm going to block you. But even if I didn't block you, I, I don't know what you could do. You could tackle them. Well, oh, God, I don't want you to tackle my guy. I just feel like it's so unnecessary. And again, it's so American. Of course America would have a game that lasts so long but only play a little bit. Of course America would have a full team for a game that really only requires three people. Of course course america would make such a big deal out of it that they think everyone in the world is watching the super bowl right now of course america would do that <laughs> i just don't get it there's just no way that football is only 11 minutes and only really needs three people now i know the people listening to this who are football sports people want to tackle me yourself you want to rip my head off you want to tell me how dumb and stupid i am i think you should then ask yourself how much of what i said is not right how much of the facts that i learned are not right do you play the entire three hours because like i said the 15 minutes that i watched they played two minutes. They played two minutes in 15 minutes. If even that. If even that. Because there was like a timeout here and a timeout there. And then like I, I just. I don't understand sports. Period. But at least in hockey and soccer and 
the other sports, they play the entire time. You're there for a two-hour game, and they are playing the entire two hours. And then you have overtime. How do you have overtime when you've only played 11 minutes? Also, overtime, I guess, because they were tied. Like, I didn't watch the game. But I would assume if anyone was up during overtime, that I would be pissed if we lost. Like, it feels like a... uh, It feels bad to win in an overtime. But I have to assume it was a tie and that Super Bowl can't have a tie. So... I don't know. It just seems like football is such a dumb, useless sport. And you really don't need to have much skill to play it. From what I've gathered in my conversations since the Super Bowl day. (laughs) I'm so sorry if I pissed y'all off. But it just really does feel bizarre. It just feels bizarre. (laughs) All right, everyone, I'm going to end off here. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you didn't get too angry at me. Overall, I think this was the worst Super Bowl ever. Um, Not that I've ever watched any Super Bowl entirely, um, but it seems like it's the worst from what people said. And the 15 minutes that I watched were boring and someone dropped a ball and it was actually 10 to 0 and then just before the halftime show started it became 10 to 3 somehow someone got a point in those 15 minutes but like the one and a half minutes of play I don't even know like and I'm sure it was one of the three players that actually have a job to do um Patrick Mahomes being one of them yep that's all I got so uh the then the performances themselves were terrible uh ushers was alicia's was mediocre will i am felt really random and then the other guy who said duh 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 everybody was that the song i don't know that one song uh that he was in like the mosh pit so weird it was weird but we're not going to go back there. We're going to move on. So have a great week. Thanks for tuning in. Next week, it's not going to be Super Bowl week. But if you're a dude and came just for the Super Bowlness from a girl's perspective, then stick around because next week will be something else from my perspective. And my perspective is pretty weird, but I'm honest about it. So anyway, okay, bye. <laughs>